You're listening to Easier, a podcast all about making your life easier. This is episode number 16. I'm Anthony Wagner, and my passion is finding the best, simplest, and yes, easiest ways of getting things done. Each Wednesday, I'll bring you my favorite tips, tricks, and hacks for living a simpler life. This week, it's all about the very best life hacks for the kitchen. This is my second very best life hacks episode, and I'm excited to bring you my favorite tips and tricks for your kitchen. We're going to cover five life hacks this week. That includes using bins for your eggs, keeping a list of recipes, how I plan my grocery shopping trips, including a couple of awesome notepads for your fridge, how to chill the water in your water filter really fast, and my favorite wine opener and foil cutter. And as a bonus this week, I have a freebie for you. It's my three favorite slow cooker recipes, which will be available for you to download absolutely free and to use to your heart's content. Let's get started. Okay, before we jump into this week's main idea, which is those life hacks, the first thing I wanted to do was do a little side note and to say that my giveaway that I announced a couple of episodes ago has been extended. I am still looking to give away one set of Stadler pens and one set of Pilot G2 pens. They are still available, and I would love to hand those out to a couple of folks who leave me reviews of this podcast on iTunes. For anyone who does leave reviews, if there are just two, then those two folks will get the pens. If there are more than two, then I will choose the winners at random. And the deadline to leave a review, I'm going to set it out two weeks again. And hopefully by then I'll have some folks to give some free stuff to. So today is the 19th of September. That means that the 3rd of October is that deadline. So let's get some reviews on iTunes. I'd love to hear your feedback, whether it's positive or negative. Hopefully not negative, hopefully more constructive if it is negative. But I'd love to hear your feedback either way. And I'd love to send these pen sets out. I've got them sitting here, and I would love to be able to give them away. So remember, leave a review on iTunes. I've made it even easier this this time around. You can go to easiercast.com slash review, and that will take you right to that iTunes page. And just as a heads up, if you have an Apple account, all you have to do is sign into that account. If you don't, you'll have to create a free Apple ID, and that only takes a second. So anyone can do it, even if you don't listen on iTunes. You can leave me a review on iTunes super easily. You might just have to create an account. Again, that link is easiercast.com slash review, and I will make sure to put a link to that in the show notes as well. And you can find those show notes at easiercast.com slash 16. All right, for this week's main idea, we're talking about the very best life hacks for the kitchen. I am really excited to bring my second installment of this series. I have lots of life hacks to share. And just as a little teaser, I think I'm getting ready to start a, a series called My Favorite Things. And that's going to be all of my favorite products from around different places in my home and other places. So that's coming up in a few episodes. But right now, let's jump right into the very best life hacks for the kitchen. And the first one is about how to store eggs. And I discovered this... A while back, I had this kind of epiphany one day, and I went to the dollar store, and I know I've talked about dollar store storage bins, I think, three or four times on this podcast so far, but 
I went to the dollar store and I found these specific size bins. I actually just got one at first and then I went back and bought a second one. They are stackable. And whenever I buy eggs, I bring them home and I take them out of that carton and I put them into these bins and they're narrow and long. They're like a long rectangle. And what that does is it allows me to save space in the fridge because the eggs, I can store two, if not three dozen eggs in that container without taking up the space flat, like the actual egg cartons that you buy. And it doesn't take up all that space. And then the reason that I buy two is because I still operate from the days when I worked at Potbelly Sandwich Shop. That was back in like 2008. But I still operate by the first in, first out principle, the FIFO principle. And that means that everything that comes in first should go out first. So as I buy new eggs, I don't sit the new eggs on top of the old ones. I separate the bins so all the old ones are in one bin. In the second bin, I load up all the new eggs and then I transfer the old ones on top. So I make sure I'm constantly FIFOing or making sure that all the first in eggs are the first out eggs. So I'm always kind of being mindful of freshness and expiration dates. So that is kitchen life hack number one. Get a couple of egg bins for your fridge. And I'll post a photo of what mine look like in the show notes at easiercast.com slash 16. So you'll be able to see exactly what I'm talking about. It's a little easier to visualize when you can see it. Okay, life hack for the kitchen number two, and this is to keep a list of recipe titles and keep it in whatever your favorite tool is. So whenever you find a new recipe that you like, add its title to a list somewhere. And I don't even think it needs to be that organized. If you want to separate the list out by breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert, snack, whatever, you can do that. But all of my recipes that I use on a regular basis are in one list. So when I'm actually planning my trip to the grocery store or planning my meals for the next week or so, I can just scan that list. I don't have to constantly think back through what recipes I like, what recipes we like to have, what recipes we need. None of that. I can just scan that list and pick out a few and put them in the on the pad that I'll tell you about in a minute. But it's so much easier having them all in one place. So I keep my list in OneNote, but any method you choose will work. You're welcome to write them down in a notepad, keep that in the kitchen, on index cards, in a notebook, in whatever app you prefer. But however you do it, just keep a list of the titles. And that's all I would put there, just as a reminder. I have a separate folder on my computer that I can pull up with all of the actual recipes themselves. But I just keep a list of the titles. So I can say when I'm talking with Kevin, like, hey, do you want to have this recipe this week? No. Okay, how about these? And we can just go through real quick. It saves a lot of time. So that's kitchen life hack number two. Keep a list of recipe titles in whatever your favorite note-taking platform is. Kitchen life hack number three is how I plan my grocery shopping trips. And I have two specific product recommendations for this particular hack. But basically what I do, as I said, I plan my or I put all my recipes on that list. 
And so that's kind of prep step number one, to have all your recipes in one place. The second thing that I have, I guess there's really three product recommendations for this section, is I have Google Homes in my house. And as we run low on things, I tell the Google Home to add whatever that item is to my shopping list. So I always have a running list of things we're running low on. I don't have to go through my cabinets and whatever and try to figure out what we're low on or try to remember it or write it down. I can announce to the Google Home from any room that I'm in because I have one in the bedroom, in the kitchen, and in the bathroom. So anywhere I am in my apartment, I can announce to it what product we need to pick up at the store. So that's kind of prep step number two. The first is keep the the recipe list. The second is to keep a running list of everything you need. Okay, so we've gotten to the point where we need to go grocery shopping. And what I have, we have two notepads on the fridge and they're by the brand, I believe, Knock Knock. And again, of course, I'll have the links to get these pads in the show notes. But one is a meal planner pad and one is a grocery shopping list pad, and they stick to the fridge. They're magnetic. They're awesome. So they, they're always right there. And what I do when we plan for the grocery stores, we take both of those off the fridge, and first thing we do is we scan the list of recipes, and we'll decide, okay, we want these recipes, and I'll fill in the spots on the meal planner pad of what recipes we want. And so then that kind of sets the next week up for what we're going to have. And it's got, the pad has sections for each dinner for seven days a week. And then it has a breakfast, lunch, and snack section on the other side. So it's, you can put everything in that one place and then you can refer to it throughout the week for reminding yourself what you plan to have to eat that day. And so once we have all the recipes that we're planning to make, and just as a little side note here, I don't put a special recipe every single day. You got to remember that some days you're going to have leftovers. Some days I just put quick as in like, I'm just going to make hot dogs or hamburgers, something simple. I'm not going to cook a full recipe. So kind of balance that there. I wouldn't put a special recipe every single day, but we usually do two or three a week and then quick meals and leftovers in between. So once we have everything on the pad, the meal planner pad, what I start doing is start filling out the shopping list pad. And this pad is my favorite. It's got categories for every kind of item and then blanks underneath. And not only does it help remind you of things you might have forgotten of, it's got places for everything. And then I take that pad with me once I filled it all out. I take that and a pen with me to the grocery store and I use that to shop. And so I cross things off on there and we shop at Meijer. And we use their smaller carts. And what I found is that the pad actually rests. There's that little section in the front of shopping carts where you can expand it to let a kid sit there. But I keep it closed. And the way these particular carts are designed, that pad sits right there. And so I can just push the cart around. I don't even have to hold it. It's super convenient. And I will say, as I've stood in line to check out, I've been asked five, six times, hey, where did you get that pad? That's awesome because it's just sitting there. They can look right at it and people love it. And I tell them it's like, I think it's less than $10. Both of them are less than or right around $10. They're very inexpensive. They have a ton of sheets in them. So I might buy maybe two a year. So it it just makes grocery shopping so much simpler. And I would highly recommend if you get one of them, get the shopping list pad because what you can do If you don't want to spend the money on the meal planner, you can kind of fold the page over and write your meal ideas on the back. So you're only using that one pad and then flip back to the front to make your grocery list. So just as a quick recap, the two prep steps, have a list of your recipes so you don't have to recreate that list in your head every time and keep a running list of all the stuff you need that will set you up for success. Then day of decide on the recipes you want to make for the week 
transfer them over to whatever pad you're going to use. Then, using that list, make your shopping list of all the stuff that you have to buy. And then go to the store and buy it. And I should add, I didn't say this before, but the items that are in my Google Home list, or in your case, whatever list you're going to use, I transfer those to the shopping list as well. So everything's in one place. It sounds like an onerous process. It sounds like there's a lot to do, but really it's not that much. It takes maybe 15 minutes before we go to the store. And then actually one other little side note tip that we do, we, I always scan through the Perks app. That's the rewards app for Meyer. I'm sure your whatever grocery store you use probably has one. If it's Target, it's Cartwheel. I don't really shop at Walmart, so I don't know if they have one, but I scan through the coupons there and I add them to my, my app. So when I'm there and I use my, my M perks, I can use those coupons too. So that's another tip. So that is kitchen life hack number three, how to plan a grocery shopping trip. Kitchen life hack number four is how to chill the water in your water filter faster. So what I find is that I have a a water filter pitcher in my fridge and I love this thing. It's actually not one that you take out and pour like you hold a handle and you pour it. It's an actual like dispenser and I think it's pure brand and I'm going to of course link that in the show notes and it sits on the one side of my fridge and it's really large and so we always have cold water in that pitcher in the fridge. But at work I find for whatever reason I have one there too and I find that I run out of water quite frequently. I think it's because I have to to walk like 50 steps to get to a sink. It's not that far, but still it's kind of this deterrent. I don't feel like getting up to go fill it with water. And so what I find is that I run out of water and then there's times that I really want it. So I go get it. And the water, if I just do it like that is warm when it, you know, it comes out of the tap cold, but it's not cold. Like you'd want to drink. So what I do, we have a fridge in our teacher's lounge at work that dispenses ice. And so as the reservoir is filling in the filter, I take a mug or a cup or whatever, and I get ice and I put that directly into the reservoir in the filter. And this will work with any filter that you fill. Just put ice in there if you want to chill the water as it's filtering. So by the time it's done being filtered, you can use it right away. You don't have to stick it in the fridge and sit around and wait for it to chill or add ice directly to your cup. You can have the the chilled water right out of the pitcher. So that is kitchen life hack number four ice down the water in your water filter before it filters. Up last is life hack for the kitchen number five, and that is my favorite wine opener and foil cutter. So we drink not a whole lot. I mean, I I might go through a bottle of wine every three weeks to a month. So that's, and that's it. That's all we drink. It's not very much. And But still, you know, I like to have wine every so often in the evening after dinner. So a while back, I asked for, for Christmas, this particular wine opener that I found on Amazon. And it's the Secura 3WO-3N Stainless Steel Electric Wine Opener. And this, you know, I didn't really want to buy it for myself. This is one of those things that it made a much better gift. It wasn't something I probably would buy for myself, but... I asked for it for Christmas and Kevin got it for me one year and this thing 
is awesome. It's really inexpensive. It's only right now on Amazon, it's $19.99. And it's an electric wine opener. So you plug it in and it's one of those like tall cylindrical ones that has like the electric corkscrew and you sit it on top of whatever wine bottle you want to open and you just push the button and it takes the cork right out. It's awesome. And it works very well. I never have any trouble with it. And it just sits on the charging base. So it's always charged and ready to go. I understand you might not want that if you don't want clutter, but if you've got a bar or any designated area that it could sit on, it's perfect. And the base of it actually is like, you can see as the cork is coming out, it's plastic there, it's clear, and that lights up bright blue. It's really, it's really cool looking. But the thing that I actually find that I like even better than the wine opener itself is it has a little stand next to where the wine opener sits and it's got a foil cutter on there. I didn't realize how nice having a good foil cutter would be. If you drink wine, sometimes getting the foil off, especially if you don't use any kind of anything, is a real pain in the butt. And sometimes what I would do, I would just not feel like dealing with it and I would use a manual corkscrew and I would just screw right through the foil and pull the cork up through it. And usually that was okay, but the problem with it is if you get any little edges of foil, they can sometimes fall back into the bottle of wine or they can get into the wine in your glass, which is not great. It's not the end of the world, but it's not great. This foil cutter, you just sit it on top of the bottle, right where on top of the cork where it would be, and you squeeze and turn and it just cuts a ring of the foil right off. And it's perfect and you don't have to worry about it. So it actually excites me every time I get to open a new bottle, cutting the foil off because it's so satisfying. So... I love this wine opener a lot. It works very well. You wouldn't think that a wine opener that was this inexpensive would work so well, but it does. It's fantastic. It looks nice. And the foil cutter is an amazing bonus that I wasn't even expecting. So I would highly recommend that you grab this particular wine opener if you're in the market for one because it will make your life that much easier. So I will be sure to drop the link for this Secura stainless steel opener in the show notes. And again, you can grab that at easiercast.com slash 16. So the last thing I wanted to talk about in this episode is that freebie that I mentioned at the top of the episode. And that freebie is I'm giving away my three favorite slow cooker recipes. And these are great because currently I'm actually doing a keto low carb diet and these fit into that. But you would never even think they would be suitable for any diet because they are absolutely delicious. I'm going to talk briefly about each one, and then you can head over to easiercast.com slash 16 download, that's 16, and then the word download to grab this free download. And you can always get it at the in the show notes, but that is the direct link. So the first recipe on this list is, I believe the actual recipe is for French dip beef, basically. It's for French dip sandwiches, and the whole recipe calls for bread and all this other stuff. Because I'm doing keto or low carb, I'm not actually doing that part. I'm just using the beef itself, but it's phenomenal roast beef. Like if you ever make roast beef at home and you've not tried it this way, I can actually just tell you, I know the recipe because it's so easy off the top of my head. And it requires basically three ingredients if you don't count salt and pepper. Salt and pepper would make it five. And you take a beef roast and you, I season it with salt and pepper and then you put it in the slow cooker. And you dump on, I believe it's one can of beef consomme, which you can get like Campbell's can of beef consomme, and two cans of Campbell's French onion soup. Put the lid on and let it sit for whatever the time calls. I think it's eight hours on low or four on high. And I leave it 
when I go to work in the morning and I come home, it's like the best. It smells out into the hallway in our apartment. It smells so amazing and it just falls apart. And then when you're done, you have all this kind of jus, this, the juice left over. It's a lot because you put in all that soup. You take the beef out and I shred it and then I will simmer down the beef dripping, the juice, the, the jus, and I make a thicker, almost gravy out of it. It is so easy, and it shouldn't even be that easy to be as delicious as it is. You would be amazed. So I 100% recommend, if you like beef, this is an incredibly easy, delicious way to cook it. And one tip I will make for you, though, is get slow cooker liners. That's really a, a life hack in and of itself, so you're getting kind of a bonus here. But use slow cooker liner bags. They sell them where they sell other plastic like Ziploc bags in the store. But slow cooker liners make cleanup so incredibly easy. So I would say to do that, especially with this, because the beef, especially if you have a rubber gasket around the lid of your crockpot lid, which mine does, uh, it can kind of linger. The beef scent can linger for a while on there, and it makes it a lot easier cleaning it up if you have that liner inside already. So that's recipe number one. Number two is this slow cooker chicken veggie recipe that we found I think almost by accident at one point, but we use it all the time now because it's so good. And again, it's just a dump and, and let it cook kind of recipe and it's chicken and whatever veggies you want. We use, before I was doing low carb, it would be it would be potatoes, carrots, and green beans. That will be what we would put in. But right now we're leaving out the potatoes because I can't have them. Maybe in the future I will, but right now we're leaving them out. And then you make this lemon, almost vinaigrette, it's lemon and olive oil and some spices, and you just pour that over, put the lid on, and let it all cook together, and it's delicious. So that's the second recipe, the slow cooker chicken and veggies. And then the third one is this one called slow cooker crack chicken, and basically it's a chicken, cream cheese, bacon kind of thing, and it all cooks together, and it comes out delicious. And then the leftovers, I kind of, they're cheese, right? It's got a lot of cheese in it because of the cream cheese. And so I'll take it out, and I'll pan fry it, and it gets all crusty. Oh, it's so good. So those are my three slow cooker recipes, and I will share them with you for free in a single download, which you can grab at easiercast.com slash 16 download. And that's it for episode number 16 of Easier. Remember to try one, two, or all of the life hacks from this week's episode, which included the egg bins, the list of recipe titles, the tips for planning a grocery shopping trip, the ice in your water filter, and the wine opener and foil cutter. Try any or all of them, and I bet your life will be easier just from doing that. Also be sure to download my freebie, my three favorite slow cooker recipes by heading to easiercast.com slash 16 download. And as I said at the beginning of the episode, that giveaway is still going on. I would love to hear your feedback and I would love to give away some pens. So head over to easiercast.com slash review to leave that review really simply. Just as a quick recap, those three links from this episode. Number one, easiercast.com slash 16 is the show notes. Easiercast.com slash 16 download is the freebie. And finally, easiercast.com slash review is where you can go to leave me a review on iTunes. Do you have any tips, tricks, or hacks for your kitchen that make life easier? If you do, I 100% want to hear about it. I would love to include it in another installment of the very best life hacks for your kitchen. 
You can email me at podcast at easiercast.com or by leaving a comment at easiercast.com slash 16, scrolling all the way to the bottom and dropping a comment right there. If I love any of your ideas, I will be sure to feature them in an upcoming episode. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Until next week, here's to an easier life. Bye for now.